Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What's going on, everybody? It's that time of the week. It's Friday. You know what that means. It's time for the SHW Podcast. This is our wrestling. <laughs> I feel like it was a game show <laughs> intro. Like, yes. <laughs> Anyways, I'd be double Brandon Benefield alongside GB Gerard Bonner and the lovely Diana Michelle. Uh, how you guys doing? I'm hyped up. We're one week away from a milestone event, SHW 50. How are we feeling? I'm feeling good. We got- SHW 50, y'all. 50. I mean, that was country. Oh, my God. 50. That was. GB talk. I don't know. Listen, it is a great moment. Um, 50 shows, which, you know, given all that's happened in our world, you know, we've seen promotions that haven't made it to 50 shows. We've seen, you know, all kinds of things happen. Uh, certainly in the last four years or so. So this is a milestone moment. The card certainly reflects that, Mm -hmm. but I hope that everybody has in mind the opportunity to really celebrate because this is a celebratory moment. 50 episodes, shows, what have you of SHW. This is special. Wow. We have a uh, whole library on IWTV, don't we? Sure do. Oh yeah. Sure do. You guys can get acclimated from episode one our first show all the way up and show 49. Our last show is there now. So you can check that out as well. Uh, And even, you know, let me say this for those who attend the shows, which I know is a lot of you and thank you for doing that. You know, the cool thing about it going on IWTV is you really get the enhanced experience um, of hearing our commentary and hearing the stories behind what's going on and seeing some things that you might not have seen at the show. It really does add an awful lot to the experience so go back and check it out if you haven't done so it's available on iwtv right now it's like if you uh buy the dvd or the blu-ray special edition you're mm-hmm. gonna go back and listen to the director give commentary throughout the the project the movie or the show exactly so if you're there live and you saw it you saw how awesome it was right now you get to go back and you get the bonus feature yeah of hearing yours truly mm-hmm. and the great gerard bonner <laughs> lay and, the and, uh yes. lay the lyrics to the music and something right. tells me that we, how do I say this carefully? <laughs> I get the feeling that our commentary might be a little more conducive to what you're seeing, as opposed to the commentary of the person to your right, to your left, in the front, <laughs> or behind you at the show. Maybe just a I little. Mean, just a bit and and you guys have the backstory and the side story and and what possibly could be going on i mean it it just pays to listen to you guys talk about what's going on in shw and wherever else you guys are talking about i mean thank you oh but that during the year come on oh shucks thank you kylie I mean, okay, well, well, there it is. I mean, like, I can move out of the way. I mean, That's see yours, too. Yeah. They are right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways, you know. anyways, uh, we got a big show to talk about to uh, preview for you guys. Uh, as I mentioned, it's a, it's a huge milestone event. GB already let you know how, how big of a deal it is to make it to 50 shows. And honestly, if you really think about it, if we had not hit a six-month, five-month, six-month skid for the pandemic, we'd even be beyond 50. But right, still, right. the fact that we even powered through the pandemic, a lot of a lot of companies, not just wrestling, but 
any kind of company didn't make it through the pandemic. So the fact that sure. we were able to uh, just speaks volumes and the fact that we're here now, 50 shows. Now, Jake the Snake Roberts, our matchmaker. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to say matchmaker now. I have been saying our new matchmaker, but he's already one show in. Uh, yeah. He had a great show uh, for SHW 49. As uh, we mentioned, you can check that out now on IWTV. Get all caught up on the action leading into next Friday, and that way you're ready to go and uh, you're caught up on all the storylines and whatnot. But uh, he's got another one in store, another great card lined up with, uh, I believe, eight big matches, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, it's going to be insane. And on top of the eight big matches, four of those are actually, we're calling them qualifier matches, but Kind of technically, if you saw the bracket that was posted earlier today, they're kind of sort of first round matches. If you think about it, we'll call it the totally. qualifying round. How about that? Because I like that. the winners of these four matches move on in the uh, Jake the Snake Legacy Championship Tournament, which will also take place over the course of SHW 41. And then 51. a new champion will 51. be crowned. What did I say? Yeah, 51. Yes, yes, yes. 41, 51. You guys know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Diane. I get all yeah. excited here. I'm all I'm all excited. It's yeah. SHW 50 coming up. Uh, yeah. But yes, it'll take place over the course of SHW 51, and then a champion will be crowned at SHW 52. Um, so it's going to be awesome to keep track of this tournament for this mm-hmm. new legacy championship. I cannot wait. But we got four of those matches coming up. Uh, in addition to that, we have two big championship matches. We have tag team uh, action and another singles match on top of that. So eight total. But let's uh, let's get into it here and give you a little preview of these uh, matches to come. Let's talk about this Ashton Star match, okay? We have a newcomer to SHW. His name is Alexander Moss, known as the Absolute Truth. Uh, I think he's a bit of a staple in the Carolinas, but he's making his way down to Georgia southern honor wrestling specifically uh he may be new to some of the shw faithful but uh i have heard nothing but good things about this guy and uh, he's quite a talent and he'll have his hands full with an shw original in the prince of petty ashton star how are we feeling about this one what all have you heard about mr moss really i think we've all kind of heard some of the same stuff that he's the uh He's he's the word of professional word. wrestling. That's his you know? thing. So he's like so, preaching. He's it, bringing the word. We've heard of the, we've heard of truth. We've heard of Ron the Truth Killings. Our truth, if you mm-hmm. will. This guy yeah. is the absolute truth. Absolute truth. So, mm. Wow. I'm excited to see him in action. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I always say that that I'm interested, but I am. I'm interested. These new guys that are coming to SHW. There's a reason. There's a reason that they're on our card, right? I mean, and that's a that's a credit to Jake the Snake, our new matchmaker. I said yeah. I wasn't going to call him new anymore because he's he's a a veteran matchmaker at this point. One month in, <laughs> two months in, uh, but yeah, it's a credit to him for bringing in some of these new talent. We saw him do it with the Kenway uh, right. over the last couple months and uh, Jade Newman last month. Yeah. So here we go with uh, Alexander Moss coming in here. I, I I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I'm going to have to do some homework on on some of these guys that Jake's bringing to us and. I mean, um, if you, you're going to get Sasha Star, I mean, come on, Starfire, mm-hmm. you, you got to bring something to the table if you're going to go and take on the Ashton Star. So, I am looking forward to this match, definitely, definitely. 
Yeah, well, it's funny that you mentioned Starfire because Alexander Moss is a part of Firestar Pro Wrestling there in North Carolina, trained by okay. LeBron Cozone. Now, let me tell yeah. you a little bit about LeBron Cozone. I've had the pleasure of uh, calling several of his matches uh, over, I guess I can say it, at Battle Slam. And um, he is, LeBron Cozone is a great trainer. He's trained some guys, uh, Jay Malachi, who spent some time on AEW. Uh, he's trained some other great women's wrestlers. Like he has really worked with a lot of great wrestlers coming out of the Carolinas. Alexander Moss being one of them. Um, Moss is a four-year pro who, again, you know, what we've seen in the last couple of years with new wrestlers showing up, it's, it's just different than folks who were two and three-year pros 10 years ago. Like they have the sauce. They've got the juice. He's six foot tall. He is a special talent. What I find most interesting is for whatever reason now, everybody new who's coming in SHW wants to try their hand with Ashton Starr. We saw that last month happen, you know, with uh, the challenge that came from uh, Das Wunderkind, right? Hunter James. Uh, and he had a great match. So it might be safe to say that Ashton Starr has quickly become the measuring stick around here at Southern Honor. The challenge is this isn't the Ashton Starr you studied from two, three years ago. Right. This is an Ashton Starr who is well-traveled. He has gotten his body in tip-top shape. You know, he is really working on some things on his own personal brand. You know, so I think we're actually going to get an outstanding match. Some great things are coming out of North Carolina. Historically, they already have. Um, so I'm intrigued to see Moss live and in living color, knowing who he's trained by, knowing his pedigree. He's a champion over there at Firestar Pro. That's going to make for a very interesting night next week at SHW 50. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I'm trying to think back, and I didn't do my homework ahead of time, and I'm sure some of our fans that are day one fans that have been here since 2018, Nine, 18, 18, 2018, yeah, wow. October of 18, when we started. Now, you mentioned LeBron Cozone. Cozone made one or two appearances in the very early, like that Did first he? year. Yeah, wow. and I want to say, and this is where somebody's going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't recall if maybe he filled in for one of the shotgun killers or maybe he filled in for a member of the new era in a tag team mm -hmm. match. There was okay. something that happened, if, if I'm not mistaken, where he kind of came in, filled in as a tag team partner uh, in one of the tag team matches in one of our earlier, earlier shows. And wow. so, yeah, when we were seeing the research and even when Cozones popped up at Battle Slam, I remember yeah. like, hey, I remember him from uh, SHW back in the day. Awesome. Um, so, yes. But yes, he's turned into a great champ. He was always a great uh, competitor in his mm -hmm. own right, uh, yeah. but he's become a great teacher as well at, uh, at mm -hmm. Firestar. Um, yeah. Trainer, coach, teacher, whatever you want mm -hmm. to call him. But uh, mm -hmm. let's uh, move into the uh, tag team division here. We saw, <laughs> let's just let's just back up a second. Early on in the month, we saw that uh, the hierarchy was going to have a match. They were going to be in mm -hmm. action. We weren't sure who they were going to be taking on. Uh, we found out it was going to be like an open contract and who wanted to answer the the challenge. And we just found out yesterday, okay, mm -hmm. it was announced on social media. The uh, And Diana, I think you're more familiar with these guys than I am, so if I'm saying the name incorrectly, you can correct me, but the Northside Heroes. And it's not North. <laughs> it's not the North Side. It's Northside, right? Okay, the Northside Heroes, my understanding 
Uh, I know they've held gold at Pro South, Pro South Wrestling that I'm very familiar with. We've actually had a couple of SHW title defenses take place uh, at that promotion. I've been able to get over there and call some action. So I know they've held some gold there. Apparently they've held some gold at some other promotions. And they're coming in here to take on Murder One and Joe Black, the hierarchy. Now here's where I'm worried about these guys. I don't know a ton about them. But what I do know is that Joe Black and Murder One are going to be in a very foul mood after the events of last month where they were unsuccessful in their attempt to win the SHW tag team titles. There was some chicanery in that match that went down. And you know Joe Black and Murder One are not happy. They haven't been happy all month. They've had a whole month to just stew on it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I imagine, we talked about this before, whoever their opponents were going to be, it was not going to be a good night for them. <laughs> right. right they're just going to want to take their frustrations out on anybody and everybody and i will give it up to the fortitude of these guys to accept this open contract you know my i take that as them coming in wanting to say you know what i want to step up to the big boys here i want to go to shw make our debut try to make a statement mm -hmm. uh could we be in for uh the uh, makings of a big upset here possibly but mm. if i'm being honest I'm just feeling bad for these guys. Like, you know what? Good luck. Welcome to SHW. Thanks for coming. And uh, I don't envy them whatsoever going up against the hierarchy. So mm. what are your guys' take on uh, on this matchup? I, I don't envy them at all. Right. <laughs> at all. No, I'm not going to take anything away from the Northside heroes. I mean, they, they have been around a, a little while and um, – the, the last couple of times that I've seen them, they've improved like tremendously. Um, I think that it might be a shock at what they bring to the table. Um, I, I don't know that I mean, we're not familiar, right? We're not really familiar with everything that they have. I have seen a few things. Um, I, I don't think that, um, I don't know, maybe Joe and murder are familiar. I don't know. Maybe they'll be ready. I don't know, but, I do feel like it's going to be unexpected. The fight's going to be unexpected. I don't think it's going to be something like, oh, they're just going to go in there and get trashed. I do think they're going to have some fight under their belts that they're going to bring. So um, I don't know <laughs> the outcome <laughs> of this. I don't know what to expect, but I do think it's, it's going to be a shocker mm. for sure. Docker is an interesting term because that could mean a lot of things. Yes. Um, it, it really could. I will say this. This is, you know, and this is part of the reason why, A, this podcast is so important for those who are watching. And then for those who will turn and listen to our commentary, because you get to learn things. It's very easy when you're unfamiliar with someone to completely discount them. Yes. Um, because you know what you know, right? It's kind of like the Grammys when, you know, they have 10 artists up for artist of the year and you have your favorite artist in there. You could completely make a massive case for them and discount mm -hmm. the other nine because that's just not your cup of tea. Then when you become right. familiar, you go, oh, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have written them off. So, you know, when you're dealing with this team here, uh, their name might be a little deceptive. Because you, oh, Northside Heroes, oh, that's cute, ah, you know. 
But these are guys who, you know, though they've only been teaming together for a few years, they've been making it work together. Uh, they're your current pro South tag team champions, and they just won those titles like a week or so ago. So they're real fresh on that. And again, you know, pro South is a, is a promotion that we've worked with as, you know, as it's been stated. And so I don't discount anything that's happening over at pro South. You know, you, we, we understand we understand we're Southern honor, right? We understand, you know, what what we represent. And we also understand that a lot of folks work in a lot of other places to work their way to our company. Um, given that, I also know that the track record of our matchmaker, Jake the Snake, is I'm searching through the biggest talent. I've expanded the talent pool past Georgia, per se. So now we're going to Alabama. We're going to Tennessee. We're going to North Carolina. So he's gone to Alabama to get this tag team. And this tag team has done some work. They mm -hmm. have done some significant work. So I don't want to discount them at all. You know, if you win tag team gold anywhere, you are significant and you should be paid attention to. I think the only problem we have is if they had caught this team two months ago or even last month, it's just the fury right now that the hierarchy has after being robbed of the tag team championships um, in multiple ways. They were visibly upset that night. They were ready to whip the referee and whip anybody who had gotten in their way. I don't know that a month will cool them off. And I also don't know how they feel seeing that they aren't getting a rematch, you know, next Friday. In my mind, I'd be saying we deserve a rematch. We're not getting a rematch. Somebody's in trouble. So Northside Heroes, I do think, are going to, to bring their A game. They better, they better bring their B, C, D, E, F, G, H, and I game because they're <laughs> going to need all of it against the rage, the pure rage that I'm sure these two have not let out. So uh, it, it, it should be something. Now, with that said, if the hierarchy does not channel their rage and anger, we could see a massive upset. Whew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be... I would, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to name the guys in Northside Heroes. There. Oh, yeah, I meant to do that. I'm sorry. Jacob Cantu, I think I'm saying that right, Cantu, and Shooter Gabe. Okay. Just, just so you guys know. Gotcha. Well, what I was going to say was you mentioned could be, we could see an upset in the making, but if it is, this could be the biggest upset, like not just of the year, but <laughs> maybe of the history of SHW. If indeed these guys can come in here brand new to SHW and defeat the likes of the hierarchy, Joe Black and Woo! Mark Goodness. I mean, that's, that would be huge for them. It would, but they're going to be in some kind of mood. Joe and murder. I'm telling you. So I just, yeah. I just do not envy Jacob Cantu and shoot a Gabe. I just, no, I, I don't know. No envy there. No. I None. just don't know. None. I, this is so random, but I'm going to bring it up real quick. Cause it's the podcast. We bring up silly stuff. Did you guys ever watch the cartoon pinky in the brain? Back My in the 90s? favorite. Okay. I have a brain oh. shirt. So, so Pinky would always go collection. Sorry, go ahead. Pinky would always, gee, Brian, what are we gonna do tonight? And he'd always say stuff like, "Got his voice perfect." He'd say stuff like, "Zoink, Noff, 
Yes. And so <laughs> when I saw the name Northside Heroes, all I could think of was Pinky going, no. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but that's all I keep thinking when I hear their name. So I apologize to them if that offends them that I think the of Pinky. The same thing we do every night, <laughs> Pinky. Try and take over the world. <laughs> By the yes. way, kids, if you haven't seen Pinky and the Brain, oh, go find gosh. it on somewhere streaming. It's and they're great. on Hulu. They're Are on they? Hulu. There you go. Yes. Yeah, go watch it. Go find it. Oh, my gosh. Pinky and oh. the Brain, classic. Ugh. Classic Ugh. Animaniacs. Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, yes anyways, yes, yes. sorry, Northside <laughs> Heroes, but. No, you just took me somewhere special. I keep thinking. Oh, no, no. no. But that's going to be on a so shirt for you. You're going to have to put that right across <laughs> in quotes. Yes. Yes. I want an yes. offside hero shirt, but it has pinky on it or something. We could do like a collab. I don't know. That's hilarious. Uh, that can't do shoot a game. You hear me? Like maybe we'll cut. We can. Uh, I'm just spitballing <laughs> ideas here. I don't know what your merch game is like. I don't know if you guys are as, you know, mercenaries like all-star special is or anything yeah. like that. But uh, who yeah. is mercenaries like yeah. all-star special? That's honestly, great question. Great true. question. That's true. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, okay. Moving on, <laughs> let's talk about these uh, tournament matches, okay? These tournament qualifying matches mm -hmm. for the Jake the Snake Legacy Championship. We've got four big matches, uh, three singles, and one triple threat match. Which mm. ooh, ooh. Mm. How did that come about, I wonder? Jake the Snake, man, he's coming up with yeah. some. He, I guess he's just thinking, what would the fans want to see? Because ooh. when I saw it, I thought, I want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and every fan I talked to, Wants to see that, so yeah, absolutely. I love it. Uh, let's talk about first off the Kenway. We talked about Jake bringing in new talent to SHW. The Kenway is one of those guys. We got to see him last month. He put on a quite an impressive showing, taking Chip Day, one of the uh, most formidable stars in all of SHW. He took him to the limit, a time mm -hmm. limit draw, fifteen minute time limit draw. It'll be the Kenway taking on the returning Zach Mosley. And not just returning from injury, but also making his singles debut in SHW. He's, of course, part of <coughs> exotic uh, <coughs> youth, excuse me. And um, <laughs> so that's where the Kenway's got to be careful. Zach Mosley typically does not travel alone, and that could uh, come into play there for the Kenway. Now, Zach coming off, I believe it was, uh, was a back injury, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I have not seen, I know he's been back uh, maybe some other places. I have not seen him in action though at SHW. Um, of course, he's been coming out as like managerial type role, coming out with his cane, still kind of getting involved <laughs> in some of the matches, but uh, he'll be in singles competition here against the Kenway. And this has a lot of people buzzing about this one. Yeah, I, I have questions. Oh. Is he gone? Is he coming along? Are the other daycare kids coming with them <laughs> i don't know i don't know but he's stepping in the ring with the kenway kenway is business we learned that last month he is business zach he, zach's good y'all zach is right. good i'm gonna give him those props i'm gonna give him the and shout out to him and the rest of the exotic youth for the major success in their frat house wrestling that they did i heard which was a pretty freaking amazing but uh this is this is going to be a, a a pretty um i don't even know what to say about this match i mean you got zach mosley 
if he's coming by himself, I don't really don't know what to expect. If he's not, if he's going to have the, the cronies with him, he's going to be there for Kenway, the Kenway. Because, well, you know, I will they say got this. We just talked about murder and Joe Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we learned last month, he's uh seems to be in with those guys mm-hmm. pretty well. So That's I don't know. Again, I don't know where the minds of Joe and murder are going to be. They're going to be pretty fired up after what happened last month in that mm-hmm. title match. I don't know where their focus is totally going to be. So even if Kenway's in trouble and it turns into a three-on-one situation, I don't know if he'll have backup or not, to be honest with you. Who knows? I don't know, but it's going to be, um, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Bitch. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about that one. You know, as I look at uh, kind of this whole tournament, this is probably the most unpredictable match mm-hmm. or the hardest match to predict in terms of who could be a favorite in this one. You know, the right. Kenway put up such a great showing uh, at SHW 49 against Chip Day. And you've got to think that that battle isn't over and, you know, in terms of what the potential final matches are, you know, should the Kenway make his way through, there's the possibility that we could, you know, if all the stars align, get both of them in the finals for this, which would be an amazing rematch. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's got to go through Zach Mosley. And given, you know, we saw the exotic youth um, Skype their way in at our last show because they couldn't get access any other way. And so they have had a longstanding issue with SHW and now with Jake the snake. And so you've got to wonder what better way to stick it to Jake, the snake and Gary lamb than to win this title. That's in the name of Jake, the snake in Gary lamb's company. So I think Zach Mosley has plenty of inspiration to get things done um on the flip side the kenway you know had a, an incredible showing and what a great way to prove your worth than to get through this match against a veteran like zach mosley and make your way potentially to the championship so this is a pick em, and i'm here for it i'm looking forward to it. yeah it's gonna be good uh, <laughs> as one booker t might say uh moving on though another match uh, in this qualifying uh, tournament round, we've got Nick Halen, co-winner mm-hmm. of the 2022 GWH Wrestler of the Year Award, taking on Shoo, 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 Taylor. Yeah. Okay, here's here's something to keep in mind, though. If you'll recall, and GBF, of course, you'll remember this because we were mm-hmm. we had the uh, pleasure, dis- displeasure of having uh, one uh, – uh, Rick, was it Rick Halen? Whatever his name was, sitting next to us. <laughs> I see what you did there. Nicely. Sitting, sitting next to us. I think it was us. Van, personally. But, yeah, 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 there you go. Uh, <laughs> he joined us in commentary at the last show, and if you haven't seen it again, check it out on IWTV, SHW 49. Mm-hmm. There was a singles match between AC Mack and Shoot Taylor. We were joined in commentary by Nick Halen. Now, AC Mack was the other co-winner of the 2022 GWH wrestler of the year award. Uh, we kind of anticipated there was a lot of smack talk from Nick Halen about AC Mac throughout the match. He was actually kind of talking up shoot Taylor on the other hand. And we kind of thought if anything, 
he may get involved and actually go after AC Mack. Well, the match ended. Mack won, and Nick Halen went after Shoot Taylor. And I, I guess to try to get the attention of Mack, or I'm not really quite sure what to make of that. There's still something going on there between Nick Halen and AC Mack. Both of them feel that they should be the sole winner, the sole wrestler of the year mm-hmm. uh, in the state of Georgia. And I kind of agree with that, too. We've talked about that before. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not a big fan of ties. I want there to be a, a definitive winner. Um, but anyways, he goes after Shoot Taylor. So you know shoot has got a little bit of revenge on the mind. Not only is this an opportunity uh, to get down the tournament, to uh, move on to the tournament for the JTS Legacy Championship, but there's that little seed in the back of his mind, too. Like, this guy went after me after my match last month, and I want a, I want a piece of him now. Not only for this tournament, but just for for personal reasons, you know? Right. So uh, so there's that little added uh, element there to this match that I'm very excited about. Yeah. I, I have questions, too. Why why would Nick, Vic, Rick, Hick go after, <laughs> shoot, Taylor rather than AC Mike when he's obviously the one he has beef with? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, but... Who am I to say? Really, who am I to say? He did what he did. So, um, yeah, AC came to the rescue, and that's cool. But I think I think she can handle his own business here. And I agree with you. I think he's got some revenge on the mind, and he's just going to take it to Nick, Rick, Hick, Chick, Dick, Dick, whatever. (laughs) Whatever his name is. (laughs) Richard. Richard. And just really, you know. (laughs) <laughs> do his thing that really just flowed so easy i, I, I was just gonna keep on moving <laughs> power through Stop. no i was trying but y'all both were killing me with that. anyways anyways well, so, oh shoot. one of the interesting things about this and and my brain is working but i believe this is what happened um what makes this so interesting is nick halen and shoot taylor were tag team partners at the end of this DDP Invitational back That's at right. uh, Still Here 4. And so I'm really not sure why all of a sudden Nick Halen turns on Shoot Taylor. I don't understand it. I think, honestly, the pressure is on Nick Halen on this one. Mm-hmm. And here's why. With all of the claim he's been doing about, you know, he should be the sole wrestler of the year. He's got to not just win this match, but he's got to win this tournament. I think the pressure's on him because if you don't win this tournament, how do you make claim that you should be the sole wrestler of the year? Mm -hmm. And so with that said, that could actually give an advantage to shoot Taylor, who again is here to prove himself. I still think he is one of the hottest things going um, and is going to be a major star in this business. This is his opportunity. What happens if Shoot Taylor gets a win over the man who says he should be the lone wrestler of the year? So I think a lot of pressure is on Nick Halen, which could make things easy for Shoot Taylor to just stay focused Mm -hmm. and wrestle his match. And we could have a big upset happen in this tournament. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Could be the night of upsets. Who knows? Could be. We say it every month. You never know what's going to happen at SHW. You never know we what's going to happen. You also never know who might show up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yes, yeah, so let's move on down this card. Uh, we were talking about AC Mack. 
Let's get to that match. AC Mack, and we also talked about Chip Day earlier. AC Mack and Chip Day one-on-one. Talk about a show stealer, potential show stealer, on a card full of potential show stealers. AC Mack, co-winner of the uh, Wrestler of the Year, as I mentioned, taking on Chip Day, former technical, uh, multi-time technical wrestler of the year. And two guys that are just, I would consider them both top dogs on the roster of SHW and two guys that are definitely worthy of a championship, whether it's the main title, whether it's this legacy title. Uh, but this one's going to be good. This one's going to be really, really good. I swear if we do not have a title match between Gunner and Judas, this would be main event. Mm. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This would be main event. These, I love both these guys. I'm a huge fan of both of these guys and, this is going to be a match. That I'm just going to, I'm going, I'm going to have to ask Zach to just shh for a bit so I can just focus on everything going on in that ring for this particular match, especially. I don't want to miss a thing on this one. I'm, I'm whew, my heart's beating fast. I'm excited <laughs> about this one. For you're sure. talking about, you're talking about bad boy Chip. I understand. I know. I, know. <laughs> but, I mean, the loud mouth, AC and bad boy Chip Day. I mean, Ooh. come on. She got the vapors, GP. She got the vapors. Woo. It's hot. <laughs> it's going to be a hot match. It's going to be so good. It's and so I good. told her to turn her fan off because it was making too much noise. Do you need to now turn it back, need on? It back on? Now she needs it on. got me all crazy. I'm, oh. Hilarious. Ooh, I'm flush. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, he, here's my thought. Not only is this main event caliber, this is a match that should be in the finals. Like, this should be the finals of the championship instead it is the qualifying round um which is phenomenal to me so you know i mentioned the the idea of a pick'em before talk about two guys who are evenly matched you've got chip day who again has just kind of hit that top tier not just kind of he's been in the top tier you know and i think he's at that space where we're looking at him and we're like This guy is championship material. You know, he's got the pedigree. He's got all of the things that could make an amazing SHW champion. Then you have, of course, AC Mack, a former SHW champion, just off the heels of an amazing IWTV World Championship run, a historic run on all accounts. Someone who is looking to also solidify himself as the solo wrestler of the year who quite frankly wants gold again. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a guy who wants gold again versus a guy who's never tasted uh, solo gold in SHW. He's a former tag team champion, of course, that being Chip Day. This is a pick I can't wait to see this match. I'm telling you, I, ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Call the cops, because somebody's stealing the show. (laughs) And if that one doesn't do it, this one, this next one might. This triple right. threat match, okay? We've got the red hot, bad news and tattoos, Carly Bravo. And I'm talking red hot, coming off a big win last month against uh, the very talented Jaden Newman. Yes. And then we've got the returning Zicky Dice, the outlandish one, returns. And then another return, Rob Killjoy, who you might oh, remember yeah. from the Ugly Ducklings. Okay, now Killjoy... Gosh, this is another somebody's going to have to jump in and correct me here uh, on our uh, on the chat. But I can't remember when it was. I know he had a, a solo match 
uh, a little while just back. A couple months ago, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, the Ducklings have been here uh, back in the early. Actually, we just celebrated the uh, four-year anniversary of SHW 1000 on May 3rd. And I know Four the Ducklings, the ducklings were at that show, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. as, a, as a group. So that was pretty wild. But uh, anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. that, was a not, that was a wild night. But anyways, back to this triple threat match. <laughs> this one's going to be wild. I can guarantee you that. And I saw, uh, you know, we was it uh, January when Zicky and Carly went one-on-one at Impact? I think it was yes. in January. Yes, yeah. it was. And I saw when this uh, uh, graphic was posted about this particular match, Carly uh, shared it. Maybe this was on Twitter. I can't remember. And it he was. said something about, how come everybody's always trying to make me fight my best friend? Okay, mm-hmm. so for those of you that don't know, Carly Bravo and Zicky Dice are thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. They also do a show together. They have a, their own little uh, uh, bad, t- bad taste show. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. going to say, was it a podcast? It's not really a podcast, but it's a, a show on, is it Twitch, YouTube? It is Twitch. Yeah, All of the above, whatever. All of the uh, above. So, yeah, check that out if you, uh, but beware. I'll put a disclaimer beware. out there. Just <laughs> not, not, not safe for work. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah. they are thick as thieves. And so what's going to be interesting here is to see if they team up and take out Killjoy, just remove him from the equation, and then shake hands and say, may the best man win, and then we get that one-on-one match, kind of like we saw, which they killed it. It was a classic at Impact when they had that match. And that was like, the thing is, a lot of the Impact fans may not have totally known who Carly was. They knew who Zicky was because he's been on that Impact roster for a little while. But Carly, you know, really stood out and put on a great match at that show. So... I don't really know what to think of this here. And that's not to take anything away from Rob Killjoy. I'm just saying Killjoy's going to have his hands full if those two decide to team up, take him out of the equation, and then just kind of make it a de facto one-on-one match at that point. So I don't know. What do we think? Well, I agree. Rob is going to, he's going to have his hands full, but I've seen the duck, the ugly duck in the hot water before. And he is, he is nothing to be playing with. He's got a temper on him. Oh, my God. Zicky and Carly, I think, at the end of the day, they might be best friends, but they know this is business. Yeah. It's business. And and they're in this tournament to win this legacy title. Maybe maybe best man win. Who knows? But I don't, I don't think the friendship is going to get in between this whole <laughs> thing. And, and we heard what Carly had to say about the legacy title. GB, you probably want to touch on that, but but yeah. Yeah, we'll let you have that one. But yeah, this is going to be one for the books for real. Yeah, you know, speaking of the legacy title, uh, Carly was the first one to mention it by name yeah. uh, at SHW 49. Right. And so, you know, many would think to some degree he'd be the odds on favorite. Um, but the challenge again, obviously, this entire tournament is stacked with some amazing names as we have ironed out and we've talked about. Um, I think it's interesting, and I don't know if this was done intentionally, but he he being Carly was the only one who mentioned this title by name, and somehow he ends up in arguably the most difficult circumstances in this matchup. Meaning he's the only one in the qualifying round to have a triple threat match as opposed to everyone else having a one-on-one match. 
So that significantly shifts the odds um, uh, against Carly because now any of the other two men could potentially win since this is a one fall kind of match. So it's going to need uh, lend itself to a different skill set for Carly, who has won a championship goal in SHW. Of course, uh, Zicky Dice, a former SHW tag team champion, um, came in as a star. We've seen his work in Impact, of course, and um, you know, a former television champion who would love to wear gold. He's a an officiant. Uh, he is certainly a history buff of this business. Understands the value of Jake the Snake, Rob Killjoy. Another one who wants to make his uh, legacy imprint here in SHW. So all three of them have a really, really uh, strong motivation to, for getting this done. Of course, Carly is everywhere. Impact, AEW, Ring of Honor, you name it, he's there. Um, but this is his home, and he wants to be a champion. So this is going to be a crazy, crazy match. And... Um, you know, the winner of this, if they not that you can afford to look past this, but the winner of this will take on the winner of Zach Mosley and the Kenway, um, mm -hmm. which is going to be another tough one. And then on the other side, which I meant to mention, you know, the winner of AC Mack and Chip Day battles the winner of Nick Halen and uh, Shoot Taylor, which means conceivably you could see that match we've been wanting to see for wrestler of the year or some other combination of things, you know. So all in all, this tournament is going to be bananas mm -hmm. and all of these first round matches are happening next Friday. Oh, and on top of that, and on top of that, as if it couldn't get any bigger in this huge mm -hmm. milestone show, our yeah. 50th show, we've got two big title matches. The tag team titles will be on the line. It's happy madness. Sunny days. Sal Renaro will be defending against the newly formed team who are now one and oh, as of last month mm -hmm. of Owen Knight. And Nogicism, two guys that went to battle in that best of seven, uh, best of the Southeast series, and then became a tag team last month, defeating the Washington Bullets, and uh, all of a sudden getting a tag team shot, a title shot. So mm. <clears throat> this is going to be a really good match. And I, I just think that Happy Madness is still lucky to be where they're at because they got by by the skin of their teeth last <laughs> month when they were taking on the hierarchy. And Honestly, we talked about Carly Bravo earlier. Had it not been for Bravo getting involved and mm -hmm. not only taking out, who did he hit? Sunny Days and Joe Black with that chair. <laughs> right. You know, we thought maybe he was going to come and pick a side. Maybe uh, was he still with Dishonor or was he going to join the hierarchy? Well, he chose to stand on his own, took yep. out both guys. <laughs> but there were opportunities. We mentioned it already where the hierarchy looked like they had that match won and mm -hmm. it just slipped through their fingers. And as much as it pains me to say it, luckily for Happy Madness, they were able to retain their titles. Uh, and so they get by one more month. Here we go again. It's still the tag team champions. But uh, can they get past this new team of the working team captain and Nogicism? I don't know. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough, tough battle. What How do we long think? have they been champions? GB? 238 days as of today. How many times have they defended? Well, the last match would have been three successful title defenses. Wow. Wow. So three. there you go. I mean, they're, they've been champions because they're not fighting for their titles. They're not trying to keep them. They're just 
holding them hostage. Am I right? Well, now Just remember, gonna... a lot of that had to do with Brooklyn being in charge of exactly. the booking. Now holding that them hostage. right, exactly. exactly. Now that Jake the Snake's here, you know. Yeah. And I wondered, I wondered if Jake would have seen had he seen what happened last month, and we talked about it. You know, maybe it was off air, maybe it was on one of the previous episodes. Would Jake see that and go, you know what? Hierarchy deserves another another match. Mm-hmm. They deserve a rematch. And maybe mm-hmm. that's still in the back of his mind, but there's all these other things that have to happen first. So maybe the hierarchy still has a, a you know a date with a title match down the road. Who knows? I don't know. And maybe Jake is just standing by his word when he first was first announced that he doesn't owe anybody anything. He doesn't owe anybody mm-hmm. a rematch. So maybe Very he's true. just Jake, you know, he's he does have the biggest heel moment in my history of wrestling. Okay, so I mean, I don't put anything past him to be just Jake the snake. Okay, he's a snake. So when it comes to Nadja and Owen, GB, real quick, sorry, Diana, but GB, we know how Diana is with the bad boys. I I know, I know. No, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you again that Jake is not a bad boy, he's a villain. That's a he's a bad man. man, he's a bad he's man, a, he's a villain. So, no, it's not the same as the bad boy oh. chip day. So, no, okay. no, okay, but. With with Owen and Naja, I think if they are careful and and work together and are strategic and they they try their best to keep Happy Madness from winning the dirty way they did against the hierarchy, I think that um, they could definitely come away with these titles and yay new tag champs and uh, long time coming. We need it. I think it's it's due. Um, there's my pick. So I'm, I'm gonna go with. Uh, with Owen and Naj for this, and uh, just it all works out. That's all you can do, right? Yeah. You get the dirts, the dirty dirts. So <laughs> there's a couple of things here. Uh, as I mentioned, today is day number 238 of their mm-hmm. championship reign. Next week will be day 245. Um, and here's a scary moment. If they walk away from this match still as champions, they will actually tie for the most successful title defenses of any tag team who've held the tag team titles. You know, we came in the last month pretty much saying that the champions were the underdog. I think we were all convinced that the hierarchy was coming out of here as the new tag team champions. I don't think we estimated the depths to which happy madness would sink to retain their championships. And we learned they were willing to do almost anything. So now I'm wondering what will it take to defeat them? Um, I don't know. And considering how Owen and Nodicism were trying to find their way in their last match, I mean, think about it. They didn't even know the tag team rules. You know, yeah, yeah. the confusion that Owen and Naja had. I tagged him. No, I didn't tag him. No, I didn't. No, I... They won't have that kind of time to have mm-hmm. that level of confusion against a team like Happy Madness, who understands that their backs are against the wall and that they're beating up against history right now. I, I say this carefully, but I don't know, given the circumstances that Happy Madness won the titles, I don't know if we've ever really viewed them in our mind as legit tag team champions, you know, not the same way we view technical excellence or the way we viewed all-star special. Um, So I think 
I'm having to start to put respect on their names, particularly if they find a way to get past this tag team. I think Owen and Nadja are really going to have to get their stuff together and make sure that they're focused because if not, Happy Madness will retain again. And then who's, who's next, you know, like, like you said, who can take these titles from these guys? So we'll see. We'll see. But Owen and Nadja, they've had a month to realize that they were getting this opportunity Yes. <clears throat> the month before, they were kind of kind of last minute. They found out a week or two ahead of time, mm-hmm. and they were both kind of reluctant to be partners. I think once they got that win under their belt, they kind of felt like, okay, we're actually a pretty good team, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, they've taken this last month to <laughs> come up with a good game plan, to work on some stuff together, uh, train together, maybe, and uh, we'll see what happens. So good luck to them. But that also brings us to our big main event, the SHW Championship match, which will see Gunnar Miller defending his title against the Priest of Punishment, Michael Judas. Wow. I'm telling you, the ending of uh, the last show, and if you haven't seen it, like we said, check it out on IWTV, the visual where Judas had that spike in his hand, the same spike that he used to take out the Eye of Cyrus the Destroyer to take out the chief Austin Towers. Uh, he was going to use it against Gunnar Miller. And then you see Corey come in, defending Gunnar, pleading with Judas not to do it, not to do it. And then to all of our bewilderment, Judas took the spike to the head of Corey and took him out. So I, we're all just as baffled as everybody else after what we witnessed, but we also saw uh, Judas pick up that title belt and he sure was eyeing it. And, uh, well, as it turned out, Gunnar Miller wanted some revenge, wanted a piece of Judas, and he told Jake the Snake that, and he told Jake, I'll even put my title on the line, just let me get my hands on Judas. Now, we've all kind of discussed this uh, a couple of months ago, or a couple of weeks ago, rather, when uh, this match was announced. How smart of that was, uh, was it for Gunnar to do that? Because, you know, are you thinking too much with your emotions here? You're putting your title on the line just to get a little revenge, just to get your hands on Judas. Any other guy, maybe, maybe other than Cyrus, but it's Judas we're talking about. Judas is a monster. You're putting your title on the line here. I give all the credit in the world to Gunner. Gunner's been a great champion. Gunner's been a fighting champion. Uh, but I just don't know how wise this was. I don't know. How are we feeling? I've said that many times how I'm feeling about this one. I don't know what Gunner's thinking. I don't know how he's coming to terms with actually wanting to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's confident. Got to give him that. He's confident. And um, he does. He, he's been a, he's been a great uh, champion for Southern honor. Um, I'm still, I'm still like, I'm just on an edge where I want to be like, invested in in how this could turn out for Gunner, but I'm so on the back end, Corey's behind this. I feel it in my bones that Corey is behind this. And I just, I just don't trust him to, I don't care that he took the spot to the head. Did he? I don't care. Right now, I just, I feel like there's, 
there's something underhanded going on and I do feel Corey and Judas are working together to to screw over Gunner. I just I'm I'm just gonna say it. If he wins, if he retains, it'd be a miracle of God. If I just really feel like there's something going on. Convince me otherwise. Are, I don't are, you, are you envisioning Judas winning and then fingered poke a doom situation where Corey boop to Judas and then gets to carry the title again? Uh, possibly, possibly, but I mean I, I would like put it past Corey because Corey put us through so much hell a couple oh of years God, ago when he was drama. still here and he was trying to kill the company from within they called their group lethal poison for crying out loud mm -hmm. and still you're right i mean you're very you you make a great point like we've been seeing this other side of Corey, so we think where he's come around and he's showing he us his compassionate us side right right, right right he fooled us before he fooled he fooled gunner before i mean and, and then finally gunner wised up and, and you know figured it out but oh, i don't you know, know. <laughs> I, I just don't know there's no telling gb yeah you know my brain is thinking a few things and outside of that the one thing we've not given credit for is actually the mind games of judas yes we've talked a lot about you know uh cory and cory being behind it but Judas may be the one pulling all the strings here. Huh. I mean, think about this. Judas knew what it would take to get a title shot. And he could have had the moment where he said, okay, Corey, if you don't want to do it, my time is now. You know, so you get Corey out of the way. To which, here's the other thing. Let's think about this. We still, I mean, Corey gave, you know, a speech at the top of SHW 49, where he attempted to explain, um, you know, his actions, why he came back and the like, to which I say that made things clear as mud um, because it only caused me to ask more questions and wonder, what are we doing here? You know, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to become the SHW champion. I can do anything, but I won't do that. Won't do that. Mm won't do that okay um and so let's just think logically for a second i know it's wrestling logic but think about this the <laughs> you man beat me too and i'm glad you said it because i was yeah, like hey. no 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 you know the, the man being Corey, retired and chose to spend this time as a father he's only been gone for a year and a half not even a full two years my son's gonna be four in a couple of weeks okay the time that you get to spend with them is extremely valuable. And if you left the business to be there for a year and change, now they're getting to the toddler phase where they're starting to walk and they're starting to talk and they're starting to get potty trained and do all of these things that as a father, you want to be present for. Mm -hmm. Can you carry the responsibilities of a company on your back and be a champion and still have that same responsibility, the same responsibility that caused you to leave the business in the first place. To which I say, maybe we've been looking at the wrong person. We've been looking at Corey, but Corey may have come back to say, Judas, it's your time. I don't have the ability 
to be champion and carry the responsibilities of SHW and still take care of my beautiful baby girl. So I'll sacrifice myself so that you can become champion. To your point, Diana, I don't think Gunner led with his head. I think he led with his heart and his emotions. And I hope he didn't fall into a trap that may have jointly been laid by Corey mm -hmm. and Judas. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Next Friday, SHW 50. Ooh. And hey, on top of all that, we've also got a tag team, not in action, but just making an appearance. The first appearance together in 25 years, Buff Bagwell, Scotty Riggs, the American males. If you remember from WCW back in the 90s, uh, this was like prior to Buff the Stuff in uh, NWO. This mm -hmm. was American male, Scotty Riggs. And I remember Scotty Riggs. And... Yeah. Scotty Riggs would go on and be in a Raven's flock as well. Mm. But uh, yeah, this is prior to all that. And it was the American males and they had the catchy theme song. Everybody remembers that theme song, but anyways, they will be making an appearance their first time together. I think they were promoted to make an appearance. Might've been last year, one of the conventions uh, and then something happened. It didn't happen. Now this will be the official first time 25 years as a tag team, the American male. So come early, get your pictures made, uh, meet buff and Scotty. And uh, it'll be a great time. It's a big milestone event. SHW 50. You're not going to want to miss it. Our 50th show. Wow. We're halfway to 100. We are. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be awesome. And again, you never know who's going to show up. You never know what might happen. Uh, all these uh, tournament matches, all these title matches. It's just going to be a great night. Jake the Snake is killing it once again. He killed mm -hmm. it at SHW 49 with a great card. He's built a great card for SHW 50. We can't wait to see you guys there next Friday at the Action Building 261 Marietta Road, Canton, Georgia. We will be doing this show live as the pre-show from 7 to 7.30. So if you can't make it, you can join us there. Or even if you are there, a lot of people sit in the crowd or they sit in line out front and they watch us on their phones. Mm -hmm. So you can do that as well. Join in the chat. Let us know what you're thinking. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Anything else for the uh, fans before we let them go? We'll see you guys Friday. You guys rock. Thank you for your continued support. Let's do it again and pack the place out next Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of packing that place out, like I said, this was uh, just earlier this week, four years ago, where we had the uh, SHW 1000. Who's to say we can't do that again? Why not? Who's to say someone you just wouldn't imagine? might show up you never know you just never you know never. you, you got to be there to find out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so hey don't, we will wait and hear about it you're gonna regret it just come and witness it there's nothing like seeing it live i'm telling yeah. you i promise you so and if you have any friends that have never seen it live bring them out this would be a great first show to come to so uh, yeah. i'm telling you you're not gonna want to miss it but hey until we see you guys next week this has been shw this is our wrestling. Bam. Nailed it. <laughs> We're getting good at that, guys. Yeah, How about it? <laughs>